2: And good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the ACHA Power Play. We are live here on uh, the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube. As uh, also, we are powered up by Belly Up Sports. As uh, we are getting set now for the road to Boston, we are so close right now to uh, the national tournament, the 2023 national tournament. We are 23 days away from puck drop. And I got to tell you, it's, uh, we, like I said, crunch time is here and, uh, uh, so excited to be able to, uh, get this close to the, uh, national championships of the 2023 ACHA season, three weeks and two days here as, uh, we get that much closer to another, uh, national championship season. Yours truly, Lou Gamelin here with you tonight. We're going to focus on, uh, the division two as, uh, They've got their uh, auto bids set. The regional tournaments are coming up this weekend. Eight bids have already been spoken for in the national tournament, and uh, we've got eight more on the way uh, this weekend with regional qualifying. We will go through all the tournament matchups in the regionals in all four regions, the Northeast, the Southeast, the West, and the Central. We'll give you the times and uh, the locations and all that. And, uh, we've got some great matchups, some good teams that are fighting for those last two spots in each region. And uh, we'll give you the complete list of that as well as all of the national, uh, auto bid qualifiers, all eight of them that have punched their ticket already here, uh, for this 2023 season. Also, uh, we've got a great lineup of guests, three of those teams. We're going to try to effort to get, uh, Fred Carpinito here shortly from, uh, Northeastern as, uh, Uh, He's the head coach of their D2 squad. They qualified number two in the Northeast region, so they get to skip the regional gauntlet. He's going to join us here in a couple of moments. And uh, then uh, at 7.30, Gary Gardner from uh, the uh, Lindenwood University D2 squad. They qualified number one in uh, the Central region. He's going to stop by. And also last night we had an opportunity to – Speak with Ben Hughes, the head coach of Liberty's D2 squad. They also qualified number one in the Southeast region. And so we've got a great lineup of guests. Uh, We're going to try one of these uh, cold calls right now. I believe uh, if we've got this right, uh, I believe um, we had our first guest try to call us. So we're going to go live right here. This is what you call roulette, uh, the magic of live uh, radio. So let's see. All right. Yeah, this is Fred. Hi, Fred. This is uh, Lou from the ACHA Power Play. How are Hello? you? <laughs> can you hear me? Uh-oh. Did Hello? I mute it here? Let's see. Now let's try. It. Can you hear me now? No. What seems to be the problem here? Uh well. Uh, can you hear me now? Well, we seem to have a little bit of a connection problem here. Um well, Hello? can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hello? Uh-oh. Well, apparently we've had – we've. I can hear Fred on the other end of my line. He apparently can't hear me. So let's see if we can't work that out. We'll uh, try calling him back here in a minute. So, huh. Well, I'll tell you what. Isn't that great? The uh, magic of live radio is uh... – anyways, let's see if we can't uh, grab that now. Hi, Fred. This is Lou. Can you hear me yet? No, he can't. Well, doggone it. I'll tell you. I thought we had this. Hello? Let's try this. Fred, can you hear me now? Well, well, it looks like we are going to have an issue with that one tonight. Hopefully, that's not how it uh, goes here the rest of the night. Uh, Why don't we do this? The magic of live radio. Let's go to our interview with... uh, with uh ben hughes and uh actually he's trying one more time i can hear it now let's uh okay fred can you hear me wow this is weird how about now can you hear me fred hello i can hear you playing this day i don't know what the deal is with that wow this is crazy uh Well, let's see what we got here. Uh, Can you hear me? All right, let's try something real quick. Fred, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay. I don't know what's going on with my equipment, but, uh, you know, let's see if we can't. I don't know if you can hear me real well. I don't know how it's going to come over, but we'll try it anyways. Anyways, can you you hear me?
3: Yeah, I can hear you really good right
2: now. Okay. Well, I don't know what's happening on my end with this phone system, I'll tell you. But, anyways, uh, welcome to the show, Fred. First of all, congratulations on uh, uh, avoiding the gauntlet of the uh, regional tournaments coming up this weekend. Congratulations on another trip to nationals. Yeah, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Um, you know, you had yourself uh, a good season this year uh, uh, with um, you know qualifying for nationals. Uh, Tell us a little bit about how you thought the season's gone so far.
3: Uh, I would say it's been a mixed bag. Um, You know, we've had a tremendous amount of injuries this year uh, compared to pretty much any other year that I've been coaching. Uh, So we've, I think we've probably had our full complement maybe 25% of the year, whether it's, knee injuries or shoulder injuries or concussions, or it's been, uh, it's been
2: kind of a strange year in that regard, including this past weekend. So, yeah, I know that, uh, you played Bryant this past weekend, who I think is also a qualifier. You know, it, I looked at your schedule and it's what I liked about it, Fred, it's, it's kind of a unique blend of, uh, you know, the local teams, but you also get to play some national powers throughout the year, you know, with Liberty and uh, Florida Gulf Coast and that type of thing to kind of get you ready for the uh, national tournament. Yeah, no doubt. and uh, In fact, um, you know, Liberty will be
3: in our pool in uh, the national tournament, so that should be a fun times. So.
2: Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I look at that as well as uh, not – Last year, you guys made a good run, uh, getting to the nationals again. You got uh, to the third day with that deciding game against Mary. Um, right. Do you? How much of that do you use as motivation uh, throughout the year? Do you think about that much? Do you put that in the back burner uh, after, say the first couple of weeks? How does that? Uh, how does that work for you and you guys?
3: Yeah, I think uh, I think the in- initial motivation every year is to you know get play the best competition we can and then obviously you know to get to the national tournament i think the uh you know the strength of schedule that we try to schedule every year you know helps us in that regard mm-hmm. so whether it's you know prepping for regionals or national tournaments or just you know staying up there in the rankings due to the strength of schedule you know that's always uh, a priority
2: you know, I look at uh, I look at your roster uh, and the the stats this year. Very consistent with your scoring. Um, you, you you're not uh, scoring you know 100 goals per person, but you know it looks like you've got a steady, good uh, three to four line setup, uh, coaches. Uh, and of course, you got a couple of blue liners that are right up there as well. Yeah,
3: I think um, you know we tr- we always try to have you know just based on you know the potential for injuries and things like that we always try to roll four lines so that you know even the young guys are getting experience we feel that you know that pays off uh, when the games get meaningful um so yeah we don't we've i don't think we've ever really had a team that had you know several you know 20 goal scorers Mm -hmm. we've always seemed to have this uh you know blue collar type teams that uh you know we do what we we do what we have to do to you know put w's on the board
2: so So, yeah um we're joined by head coach uh, fred carpinito of northeastern university here on the power play uh they have qualified second um in the northeast region but that's good enough because they get into the uh, national tournament in Boston as an auto qualifier and get to miss the gauntlet. Um, One of the things that you you mentioned that with your scoring, but what it shows me and what I noticed in uh, your games last year at the national tournament in St. Louis was your defensive play is strong. And, you know, that's what I've noticed over the years, been doing this now for about eight years is the defensive intensity coach just ratchets up so much. When you get to this national tournament, it's what you guys seem to be built for.
3: Yeah, and uh, I have to say that, you know, we've been very fortunate to have, you know, very good goaltending over the years. Um, you know, even some of the national runs where we made it to the national finals, you know, our goaltenders were the big reason why, you know, we made it that far. But, you know, I think this year in particular, um, our defensive core is is deeper than it's Mm -hmm. been in the past Uh, and we do have two very good goaltenders that we've been alternating throughout the year
2: yeah and if you want to make it to the ultimate prize which is that national championship you're going to play five games in five days yeah (laughs) i don't care what anybody says that's tough and having that ability to choose from a couple of very very good goaltenders has got to be huge
3: it's definitely huge i think that's uh that has played well for us in the past and, you know, we see, see how it goes. And, you know, maybe one of those two guys stands on his head for a couple of games and, you know, helps us to get where we want to get to.
2: So, okay. Now you guys are going to have about a month off. I sense like from the opening uh, statement that uh, injuries have kind of hampered you, maybe a touch. Uh, This break probably couldn't come at a better time for that. Right. Uh, absolutely I mean, I've, I've had my
3: captain and another uh, top six forward out for the last three weeks maybe okay um, and you know even over this weekend we had a concussion and a couple of um, shoulder injuries so uh, so I would agree with you that <laughs> you know couldn't have come at a better time you, know, you had mentioned the uh, you know avoiding the regionals uh, earlier and you know, there's you know because of that big break that you just mentioned that's that's approximately a month yeah i mean that's a long time so in some respects you know actually going through the regionals uh helps you you know because you've got some more recent games going into the national tournament um, so that's always something that you have to contend with you know getting stale or just kind of idle you know for an extended period of time but you know This year, it definitely uh, it'll definitely help us to get some time
2: off. Well, you know, it's funny as you answered my question, but uh, the one thing that always I was curious about was the players are going to be antsy to play, no doubt about it. What about the coaching staff? You know, you know, I I know you probably would like the tournament maybe to have a two week layoff. Let's just say now you got a month. How do you? how do you keep from not getting antsy and just wanting is how does it not drive you a little stir crazy if you will?
3: Yeah, I think uh, what we try to do is we try to mix it up. you know during the year, you kind of get into a mode of working on you know, a lot of things repetitiously, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's breakouts or power play or whatever. But you know when you have some time off like this, we try to mix it up. And uh, we have a very good alumni that uh you know helps us out they'll come in and uh you know teach some of the the young guys a thing or two during either scrimmages or you know offline so
2: so um while the games are going on this weekend are now do you scout them coach or do you maybe watch them on the you know like on hockey tv for example uh or do you just figure by the time right now that uh You made it this far, you're going to go with what's brought you there?
3: I think uh, a little of both. Um, I'm always interested in, you know, how the Northeast teams do. Um, And, you know, one thing that we've done in the past is, you know, the the folks that uh, make it through the regionals will, you know, because of that one layoff, we might, you know, schedule a scrimmage or two with those teams because, you know, they all have something to get ready for um and then the other interesting thing this year is that the regionals is at the same location as the nationals will be okay. in Marlboro mass and you know we already know we are the pool teams that are going to be playing we'll be playing in uh, I think it's ranks seven and eight mm-hmm. come national time so you know, I'm very interested on what the uh the situation is in rank seven and eight at Marlboro so I'll probably go down there just uh, you know, to take in a couple games sure. in those ranks to see if there's anything to be concerned about or anything odd. You okay. know, that would be good to know about.
2: Do you uh, <laughs> do you prefer the uh, pool play setup, coach, as opposed to maybe the single elimination or maybe a double elimination format?
3: Yeah, I think that you know, just I mean, based on finances and all those other things that mm-hmm. every team has to deal with. You know, if you're gonna. You know, th- this year is a little different because it is local to us. But,
1: uh-huh.
3: you know, for all the previous years, when you're going to travel, it, um you know, it just makes more sense, I guess, yeah. to uh, to have a pool play situation. And you get to see a lot more teams than you would in the past. You know, I mean, we never see, you know, again, th- this year we'll see Liberty, uh-huh. uh, which we've already played. But, you know, I know we won't see the other know, the West team or the central team. Um, So it's always good to see those guys and you, you build relationships and then, you know, further on down the road, you tend to get invites from those teams to come out and play, you know, in their vicinity and and vice versa. So we've been pretty lucky in that regard. You know, we've played Florida uh, over the years, several times, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and now we're trying to, you know, you know, do a you know every other year at liberty either here or there um so it's it's good to build those relationships and uh, and get to see different teams
2: you know you uh mentioned one thing uh that always i'm amazed by too is when you you talk about the financial um part of it Now, when you don't, let's say, for example, you didn't qualify and and you had to travel or even traveling like last year to St. Louis, uh, Mm -hmm. the the quick turnaround time that a lot of the teams have to get this, you know, the donations and the financial responsibility to me, that is, I am always amazed and floored by how well and how well organized you guys all are and gals and how hard it is to do in such a short amount of time my my hat's off to you guys for being able to pull that off to me that's nothing short of amazing
3: that is uh it's very much the doing of uh you know the president of our um team you know this year james Silva has done a fabulous job just keeping everything organized and you know there's a a passing of the baton Mm -hmm. so to speak from previous presidents that you know get those guys ready to do those things and and i would agree i mean i can't even make a flight you know for myself personally (laughs) never mind you know try to get 30 guys on a plane so Uh, yeah hats off to those guys and and every other you know club organization president that can pull that that stuff off yeah
2: well, Fred, that's why when I head to Boston, I'm driving from Michigan. I'm taking two days. All I got to do is find one motel room over by Erie. <laughs> yep. So I'm taking my time. It's going to be a like a, a vacation for me, not so much for you. But, yeah, so I'm right there with you. Coach, I appreciate you taking time out tonight to be on the show. Sorry about the little technical difficulty. This has been great. Uh, good luck to you. Um, you. Coming up, my goodness. You know, we talk on the show here during the year. It seems like just yesterday it was September. We we're talking it was six months out. Now you're it's right around the corner. Uh it's an exciting time for you guys. Uh does it ever get old going to nationals every year? No. I mean
3: that's <laughs> what you always uh you know, and, and we've been again lucky enough to go to some pretty nice yeah. places over mm-hmm. the years. You know, St. Louis, Dallas, Columbus, yeah, Florida, Salt Lake City. I mean, it's just you know, it goes on and on. So we, you know, we, we always look forward to uh, this time of year and hopefully, uh, you know, we can make things happen this year.
2: Well, I hope you do. And I again, appreciate you coming on, Fred. Uh, Good luck uh, coming up at nationals. I look forward to maybe stopping by and saying hello while I'm out there. Uh, I'll be broadcasting a good portion of the D2 games while I'm out there. So again, thanks for coming on tonight and uh, good luck.
3: Okay. Thanks a lot, Lou, for having me and uh, hope to see you uh, in Boston.
2: All right. Sounds good. You bet. Thank you. Head coach Fred Carpinito of uh, Northeastern University. Sorry about that. My goodness. A little bit of technical difficulties on our end. I don't know what the heck happened. Hopefully our next call is a little bit, uh, isn't quite as bad there. I don't know. Uh, We'll see if we can't uh, figure that out. So, anyways. Northeastern, they're always, they're a perennial, um, they're, they're always there every year. As we mentioned, they've gone to the trips out in Salt Lake City, down to uh, Florida, and of course in Columbus when they started doing all the divisions together. And uh, so, and then Dallas, as he mentioned, and uh, then uh, right here, uh, coming up in Boston in about 10 days, or about three weeks. So good luck to them. As uh, the head coach of Northeastern Fred Carpinito, hap- uh, very gracious with his time here. Again, you're watching the ACHA Power Play. We are live here on uh, the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube. Uh, again, we are powered up by Belly Up Sports. Uh, uh, very honored and privileged to be a part of the Belly Up Network, of podcast, and bellyupsports.com. I invite you to check out our website there for all the, the complete list of all the shows that we do throughout the year all the sports from football to hockey, basketball, even the sports like soccer that maybe not get as uh, much attention as they should. And also check out our articles by uh, one of the best group of writers uh, that you could have. That's uh, bellyupsports.com. Still to come on the show, we're going to be joined here in about uh, 8 minutes by Gary Gardner, the head coach of uh the uh the head coach of uh Lindenwood, their D2 squad, they're ranked number one uh, in the central region. They got the automatic buy as well. So let's see. Let's go through the – see if we can't get you the uh, regional rankings. Um, Let's see if I can bring those up here uh, real quick. We can kind of give you an idea where we're at. The final rankings in uh, Division Two. Now, we talked about Northeastern, as you can see right there. They're ranked number two in the uh, Northeast, so they get the auto bid. Massachusetts Amherst, it seems like those two teams every year are number one and number two <clears throat> in their region, and uh, they get the auto bid. They will be uh, obviously not making too far of a trip for uh, their national tournament. In the central rankings, you can see it right there, Lindenwood, number one, St. Thomas, number two. Them and uh, Concordia University of uh Wisconsin, that was pretty tight. That came down to the last game uh, to see who would get that uh, auto bid out of the Central, and St. Thomas was able to edge Concordia. As you can see, last week or the last ranking, they were flip-flopped. St. Thomas was barely ahead of – or Concordia was barely ahead of St. Thomas while the Tommies get the auto berth, so they'll be going to Boston as well. And then 3-14 through in each of the uh, divisions – or each of the uh, uh, regions will be uh, playing in their tournament regional, the regional tournaments this weekend. Again, a little bit later on in the show, we will go through all of those for you. We'll get you the matchups and whatnot in the Southeast region. We talked about Liberty being uh, number one, they get the auto berth, and then uh, Florida Gulf coast, uh, another uh, frequent visitor to the national tournament. They're usually, uh, if not uh, in the, If they're not in the um, top two or three every year going to the semifinals or whatnot, you know, they usually always get an auto berth. So a Bob Brinkworth's team, of course, they were runners-up last year in that triple overtime thriller against the University of Mary. So Florida Gulf Coast and Liberty will be making an appearance as well. And as we mentioned, Mary, again, Dan Huntley's team, they qualify as the top spot in the West they get the first seed and uh, Montana state will get the second seed. And, uh, though, so Montana state gets an auto berth, and then they edge, the university of Denver. So as you can see three through 14, they're going to play in uh, their regional tournaments coming up, uh, again, this weekend, the West tournament starts on Thursday. They go, uh, Thursday through Saturday. And then, um, the other ones go Friday through Sunday. So, um, It's going to be some fun times. All the games will be broadcast on Hockey TV uh, or uh, Flow TV, if you will. Um, You'll be able to catch all the regional games starting this uh, Thursday or Friday. It's three days, single elimination. Uh, The top four teams in each uh, region in these tournaments, three through six, will get a bye in the opening day. So the teams that are ranked seven through 14, they got to win three games in three days to get to the national tournament. It's happened. I've seen some 10 seeds. I've seen some 11 seeds. We've got a couple of teams that are 14 seeds that uh, you're going to want to keep an eye on that I think could make some hay in these regional tournaments coming up this weekend. So just just don't count any of those higher seeds out. Um, uh, For example, uh, what was it, uh, three years ago in 2020, they had the regional tournament for the Central in uh, Grand Rapids, and I happened to have the opportunity to broadcast those games. And I believe we had a couple of teams that were double-digit seeds advance. Of course, unfortunately, that was before the pandemic hit, but there were some great games and, you know, it's one of those things in these regional tournaments, you can't take a period off, uh, you know, a couple of mistakes, put you down a couple of goals and then, you know, it's one and done. So, you know, if you're, you win, you advance, if not, you go home. So it's that tight. So it's going to be uh, interesting. It's going to be fun to watch this weekend to keep tabs on it. So, and uh, next Tuesday on our show we will have the complete list of all the out of all the qualifiers in Division Two. Their uh, region or their uh, pools should pretty much be set. Who's going to play who? As uh, it'll be next week. Obviously, it'll be two weeks before puck drop. So, one thing also that I uh, want to keep in want, want you to keep in mind that while I again I'll be at the national tournament broadcasting the games play-by-play for Flow TV, but also here on the uh, Captain Lou Sports Network and uh, powered up by Belly Up Sports, we're going to be doing a nightly recap show, the ACHA tonight. Every night, uh, all of the uh, days, all five days, from the 16th to the 21st, we'll have a complete recap show. We'll give you all the scores, all the updated pool play standings, uh, the brackets in the other divisions, and uh, Division One for the men and women's one and two. Of course, men's D3 as well is uh, pool play set up. Um, once we get the final stand, the final rankings for the men in D3, the pools will be set there as their 16 teams, the top 16 go for the national tournament there. But we're pretty fired up to be able to bring you that national show every night here on uh, the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube, the ACHA Power Play. We're going to be bringing you the ACHA tonight. We'll have Guests on that show as well. Um, interviews uh, right there in Boston at the national tournament. Really looking forward to being a part of that. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but boy, it's a lot of fun. It's nonstop hockey from 9.30 in the morning until about 10 o'clock, at 11 o'clock at night, depending on if some of these games go into overtime in the pool play or in the men's tournament and women's tournament. It's uh, since uh, they're bracketed, it's double elimination for the women and single for the guys. They could go one overtime. They could go two. Or like last year, Tyler Cool had the call of that uh, five overtime game with uh, Central Oklahoma. So, yeah, it uh, they're long nights, but they're fun. And it, it is the hockey, the intensity, the uh, rivalries, you name it. You know, it's it really is a lot of fun. And I'm really looking forward to it. Can't wait. Until that uh, that time. Again, it's coming up. It's like uh, three weeks and two days. March 16th is uh, puck drop for uh, the women's D1 and the men's D1. They get underway. The men's D2 go on the 17th. So, yeah, buckle up. Great hockey is around the corner. If you're in Marlboro, Massachusetts, just outside of Boston, you're going to be in the area that weekend. It's kind of a wrap around. It's a Thursday through Tuesday affair. I highly recommend you taking time out to – uh stop on by and uh, check it out because it really is, uh, indeed a lot of fun. So, yeah. So again, still to come shortly here, we are going to, uh, have, uh, um, Gary Gardner is going to be making a call here. Uh, hopefully the head coach of uh, the Lindenwood lions, uh, the D2 squad, uh, they qualified first, as we mentioned in the central region. So they, uh, will be on their way to Boston. Again, I know they made it uh, all the way to uh, pool play to the last day as well. I believe they got into the semifinals last year, um, and they took on Mary, I believe, in the semifinals. We'll talk to Gary here in a little bit. Uh, so uh, if you got any questions or anything at any time, again, reach out to us. I appreciate the emails that we do get. Uh, as you can see on the bottom of the screen, uh, sweetloo1965 at yahoo.com. Follow me on Twitter at The Real Captain Lou. So let's see now if we can get it to work this time. Uh, I believe we have on the other end of our line Gary Gardner, the head coach of uh, the Lindenwood Lions. Gary, how are you? Uh oh. Something's not working here. Gary, can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Sorry about that. We are having a little bit of uh, a technical difficulty. So I got you on speaker. Hopefully it comes out all right. So. Hey, um, first off, thank you for uh, coming on the show tonight. How are you? Good, good. Uh, not a problem. Uh, is it my phone? Or- no, it. No, it's. It's a hiccup on my end. I don't know. We had uh, Coach Carpatino from uh, Northeastern on uh, a little bit earlier, and it was a uh, little issue on my end. So we're we'll, we're trying to figure it out, but unfortunately, well, uh, we'll go with the magic of live TV or live radio, TV, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) So, you know, we'll wing it. Just like if you're on a five-on-three disadvantage, we're going to kill this uh, penalty and we'll get through it. So, hey, congratulations uh, on your number one ranking. Um, uh, Great season so far for you.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, uh, obviously that's probably, you know, the, the first box you want to check is to get into the tournament. And one or two, obviously one is what you prefer. So, you know, we're kind of checking two boxes at once.
2: Well, you know, I, I, we uh, had a chance to talk with uh, Ben Hughes, the head coach of Liberty. Um, We're going to be playing that interview here afterwards. And, you know, I look at your schedule that you played this year and my God, Gary, (laughs) you talk about uh, a murderer's row. I know you had a great, uh, Finale to the regular season with a big win over the two-time national champions University of Mary this past Saturday.
1: Yeah, the, as far as the schedule goes, I mean, we, we definitely take pride in, in playing the, the hardest possible schedule. Uh, that's something that, you know, it's a balancing act from year to year. You kind of figure out, you know, what team are bring a lot of guys back. You build relationships, but yeah, that's something that, uh, we don't hide from other teams. We definitely want to play the top teams. And uh, and then on your uh, second part, uh you marry win for sure. You know that's a that's the first time we beat them, so that was a huge confidence booster for our program and our team. And you know a lot of those older guys, we got a you know a core class of seniors that you know uh, that had senior day that day, so it was pretty cool for them to kind of get a. You know, an
2: extra bonus with the win there. Well, and, you know, we do know, Gary, that uh, I know every coach that I talk to will tell me they do use that. Uh, if you don't win at all, you know, there's only one coach that comes out of it happy. The rest of you is, uh, kind of use it as a rallying cry, if you will. Um, how much of that did you use uh, at the beginning of the year and to, you know, kind of use as motivation? or the guys already, or did you not have to use it at all?
1: Yeah, we went over it. Uh, That's a good question because, uh, you know, of course, at the beginning of the season, you know, I had a lot of returners. So, like, last year, I had a big, huge freshman class that are now sophomore. So, and then you got, you know, some of your go-to guys are seniors now. They were juniors before. So, you kind of got a great balance from the start. Uh, So, right when we do do camp, I don't even like to call it tryouts because it's three, four days of bonding. Uh, off the ice, we kind of go over some X's and L's and we go, you know, a couple scrimmages, all five square counts and stuff and it, for sure, I mean, that's the first thing we said, you know. Uh, we were here months ago in March you know, with our heads down and you know, a lot of tears in this room. I said, you know, this is where we, we start, you know, the same word that we ended in, this is where we start now. We, we tweaked some stuff and it was pretty cool. We, we gained some you know, huge momentum out of that weekend because we changed the way that we uh, play in the offensive zone. We changed the way we played in the neutral zone, and even the D zone. And then we, we put that in right away. And, then, and obviously, you
3: know, you parlay it with you know losing last year, and hopefully that adds little motivation and
1: you know direction of where we want to go this
2: year. You know, Gary, I look at uh, I look at the stats on your team. Um, you guys aren't afraid to put the puck in the net, and one of the things that really stands out to me is the offensive firepower you have on the back end, your blue line, with uh, Chase McClellan and Ryan Granville. Um, but uh, you've got a lot of people that can step it up and put the puck in the net with uh looks like four solid lines. Yeah, we, we definitely have uh, our back
1: end with Chase and Granny and those two guys you just mentioned. And we've got Beta uh, and uh, Steve Avalon one of the more talented guys in the group that you didn't mention, R J Hart. He's, you know, he can go up and down the ice. And, you know, he's a game changer. So, yeah, we, we're definitely, you know, everything kind of is built around our back end. Uh, you know, whether we're defending, we're, we're trying to drag him into our defense and hopefully they can start over the puck or, you know, the can team, and then we go play offense again. Uh, that's kind of how we're built for sure. Everything that we do, uh, our defense are, you in the play, uh, whether it's defending or in offense or, so,
2: or even on the rush. I mean, we have four or five guys up in the rush at all time. So, now, when you get to the national tournament, um, how different is the style of play in pool play as opposed to maybe a regular season game? I, I mean, the first, question, first obvious answer may be the defense may step it up, but is the style of play different? Is it called any different? Uh, talk a little bit about that.
1: that much different. I know naturally it's going to feel different, but at the end of the day, when that puck drops, we're playing the same way. And, and, you know, like you're saying, defense, it's going to tighten up for sure. You know, Uh, there's not going to be much space. And then when you make mistakes, they're going to go the other way, you know, and that's why you're just at that point of the year, you know, the 200-foot game is everything. Whether it's, you know, you're trying to get to the offensive zone or whether, you know, it's trying to get the puck's behind their knee to make them play, you know, the 200 feet or if, you know, it's the track all the way back to the zone um, picking up their guys and making sure they're sorting, sorting all that out communicating all the way back to the D zone so yeah it's, it's going to get tough you know but we signed up for it you know, the <laughs> expectations are high and then, you know the stakes get high but you know you want to be in those moments you want to be in those big games so you know I tell it, I tell everyone when you come to Linwood like you get opportunities to win every night you know, long-term, short-term, and they're going to be in those games. And that's, you know, that's what we
2: strive. That's what we talk about in day long. Well, I have yet to meet a coach or a player that would rather win a game 15 to nothing against somebody that doesn't have a chance of doing anything as opposed to playing in these uh, games that mean a lot. You know, it, you could just tell by the intensity. It, it, it's amazing.
1: I mean, I talk about all- Go thirty-five and zero. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice, you know. <laughs> but, you know, when you when you lose those games, it's like you get to really learn about your group. You get to really learn about your, you know, the the adversity that comes, you know, towards your locker room. And, uh, it's it's that's it to me that's the the fun part is the the lows and how yeah. do uh, you get out of them and the highs
2: and you know you're trying to not get too hot. It's it's, it's a cool balance for sure. We're speaking with uh, Gary Gardner, the head coach of uh, Lindenwood's uh, ACHA D2 squad. They are an auto qualifier, the number one uh, team in the central region. Um, So they don't have to go through the gauntlet of the regional tournament, the one and done. Uh, One thing that I always wanted to know, I, I, I don't know if I've ever asked anybody this, but how difficult, you know, you talk about the competition. You know the guys like to play the tougher competition, but then when the bright lights come on, how how difficult? I don't even know if this makes any sense. But sometimes you see the good players get out there and they grip the sticks a little too hard. The nerves start to get them. Um, is that something you talk about, or do you just let it go? And they is it something where you, I don't know you the first check everything's a go? Does that make sense to you at all?
3: Yeah. You know, those are the type. Those are the type of players that you know
1: you want around. You. Those are the type of players you want on the ice. So yeah, there's going to be times, even if they're in the tournament, where you know you might have to short the bench because you see that, you know, or there might be a time where you know you are you are having that extra talk, or you know, when you're on the road, it's a little different. We're at home last year, so the distractions were yeah. higher than ever. You know, after the breakfast, you, you know, you, you talk to a kids and say, hey, you know, it, you know, I seen this in your game, but you know, focus on what you control, not you know, so much of what's going on, whether it's the refs or whether it's how tough the matchup may be, or you know, you do those little talks. And you're there, you know, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a long week, so you have plenty of opportunities. So hopefully, in those three days, they kind of. Find Standard.
2: so you get the break now for uh, about three weeks uh you guys gonna have any scrimmages uh i mean did the do the guys get a little break before going back to practice uh, how does that work without getting too much rust
1: Uh huh. Every year, it's been you know a little different as far as what kind of group you have. You know, are they banged up, are they burned out, or you know, are they, you don't want to burn them you know when there is no games, especially when you play a tough schedule like you do, like you're, they're used to practice and you know, and playing in a war and the leaderships, you know. So the, the, the wheel of back it is tough, you know. But this year we're going to change it up a little bit, uh like. This weekend, we're going to play uh, Sunday. We're going to play University or uh, Maryville University. Okay, uh, they're one team, so there might be a little emotion, obviously, between the two teams that <laughs> are so close, but, right? Uh, we're hoping that you know, positives come out of it for both teams because they're you know heading in the direction of the national tournament. Obviously, you know, we're ready where we stand, so I just think it's probably going to help us both. Uh, so we're going to play that game and kind of break it off and, you know, we might even go back to another game in a week. We'll just, we're going to circle back around, but, you know, ultimately, like, you know, this week and, like, today we skated and we, we're still working on stuff, you know, going through those reps and, and, and you know, try to keep them in small area, three-on-threes, four-on-fours, just, you know, keep the competition high uh, as much as possible. And everything we do is, like, short and hard, so You know, we might have an hour, an hour and a half of ice, but, you know, we're going at 45, 50 minutes, and, you know, then we're off. So you kind of keep
2: the pace up pretty good. You know, uh, now I believe the first game is on the 17th. Is that right, Uh, in March, or is it – when do you arrive out in uh, Boston? So March 17th is the first
1: game. Yep. check in day or whatever right like the practice the 16th uh, so we'll get in a you know a good time it's, a, it's gonna be a, you know a long bus ride up we're gonna stop halfway and stay at night uh, so I'm working the way out there because you gotta you gotta have a bus
2: just you
1: know, right and stuff like that I mean, I mean, you know the routine <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's definitely a journey but you know you make the most of it have, you know some more team bonding. You know you got some seniors that are going to be taking their last bus ride. So, yeah.
2: But uh, ultimately, yeah, we can check in the fifteenth, and practice the sixteenth, and you know ready to rock and roll on the seventeenth. You know, I was talking to Coach Carpanito a little while ago, and I, you know, I got to give you your team. And you know what? A lot of folks I think don't realize is that you've got to get this trip funded in in a fast way. I mean. You may think about it because you're doing well. You might get a little bit of an edge as far as the time to get this put together. But, boy, oh, boy, you know, especially for the folks that qualify this weekend, they've got two weeks to come up with a a game plan to get out there. And, you know, my hat's off to your players and to you, you know, your your president of the team and all that. That's quite the undertaking. And then the one thing also that's uh, not mentioned is uh, these kids got to do this and still go to class.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, it's such a it's such a, a short term oh you,
1: just emotionally.
2: yeah you, then you had the classes then you had the finances it, it's it's tough that you know these guys I mean this is what you play for though, right you know, these are these opportunities so for the most part I don't think any teams you know say no to the opportunity no. so that's <laughs> everyone kind of figures out a way and, the ACHA does such a good job. Yes. You know, putting this
1: tournament on, and it's worth the trip, you know, just for the stage that they set. Uh, I think every year it gets better, so, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, you can get up to Boston and, and then check out the area. You know, yeah. That's what you want.
2: Yeah, I know. I, I guess I don't feel bad because I'm taking two days to get out there as well, coming from Michigan. I'm I'm not making that 12-and-a-half-hour trip uh, in one day. I'm too old for that, I guess. So I'll be right there with you guys. I think I'm stopping in Erie the first night. So. Well, no, the buses aren't that bad these days. And that's what I always tell the guys. You know, I'm 38 back when I was school. <laughs> the, the buses, we didn't have Wi-Fi. We didn't have an outlet on each seat. <laughs>
1: You know, the TVs. I remember you had to hit the TV to make sure it was working. It's really not that bad. They got their phones, they got their laptops, you know. And then you get to sleep. You know, I'm not driving; they're not driving. Right. So, you know, you're, 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 you know, sometimes your legs fall asleep, but you know, huh. outside of that, you know, you, you, get, you get opportunities to, you know, just to relax and then be
2: with the team. So right. Well. Gary, uh, good luck this weekend. I uh, appreciate you coming, or not this weekend, I shouldn't say, the 17th. Well, good luck this weekend against Maryville, but good good luck uh, starting on the 17th. Uh, hope to see you out there, get a chance to meet you in person out in, uh, out in Marlboro. Uh, safe travels out there, and uh, again, good luck. Thanks again for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. No, I appreciate you having me on. And you uh, know, I think you do a good job growing the ACHA. So Thank you.
1: Yeah. Uh, so keep pushing the envelope. And, uh, Thank you. doesn't go under the radar. We're doing
2: good things. So I'll, I'll see you up in uh, Boston, hopefully. Hopefully uh, you catch one of our games, and it's a good one for Well, I think uh, the schedule I'm on for the play-by-play is uh, I've got uh, most of your rounds, uh, your games. I know i got the semis and the finals, and I think I've got one or two of the pool play days. So I'm sure I'll see you. Looking forward to it
1: the D2 pool days, pool pool days,
2: there's nothing like Oh, my it. God, I know, stuff. eh? <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. Some of those games have been yeah. phenomenal.
1: You always get pulled when the games <laughs> uh, It's, just, <laughs> it's,
2: just,
1: it's, it's crazy.
2: crazy. Oh, I know. To, there's so many ways it can go. So yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely
1: exciting at D2. I love the way that D2 does
2: the Nationals. It's, 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 it's unreal. Me too. Exactly. I'm right there with you. All right, Gary, thanks again. Uh, We'll see you in about three weeks, and uh, we'll talk soon. Good luck. Thanks, buddy. Have a good one. All right, you too. That's uh, Gary Gardner, the head coach of the uh, University of – or Lindenwood University. Uh, The Lions, of course, they they, um, qualified – Number one in the central region. So they will indeed uh, get the auto berth and they get to miss the gauntlet. That is the regional tournament. Be uh, So we'll find out who, again, who their opponents are coming up uh, shortly. This weekend, again, we have the uh, um, regional tournaments. And let's go through those real quick before we get to our interview with uh, Ben Hughes from uh, Liberty University. Let's see if we can't bring those up real quick. We'll uh, start off with, um, uh, you know, again, the magic. i tell you, this has been one of those days. Just uh, when you think you got it all set up, uh, let's take a look at the Central Regional right now, shall we? Okay, first off, it's going to be on, uh, on Friday, the 24th, this coming Friday. Right out of the chute, number 14, Sioux College against number 7, Michigan State. And then uh, at 2.15, these are all local time, uh, Wisconsin against Marion. And then it's going to be 9 versus 12. That's going to be Adrian against Iowa. And then uh, University of Minnesota and Lake Superior State, uh, 10 versus 11. So, again, those are the opening games right there. And as you can see on day two, Trine, DePaul, Concordia of Wisconsin, and uh, Minnesota Crookston, they will get uh, the winners. And it all depends on which seed, uh, as you can see, which seed will make it, uh, who they're going to play. Obviously, Concordia will play the lowest remaining seed. So, for example, if Sioux College pulls off the upset, uh, they would play Concordia and so on. The second uh, lowest remaining seed would play Trine. Uh, based on their number four seed, and then of course, uh, day three is February 26th. The two games, 12:30 uh, and 3:30, and then you go. The two seeds remaining, the two winners, they go to nationals as well. So it's a gauntlet. Like I said, the uh, top three teams in uh, each. Uh, again, they're the top two teams that are remaining. They'll make it, and if you're one of those teams that play on Friday, yeah, you're going to be faced with. Uh, Another uh, uh, three games in three days. Let's take a look at the West Regional real quick. As uh, you can see, this one, uh, this is going to be in Salt Lake City. 14 East Texas Baptist against uh, Washington. California against uh, Northern Colorado. uh, Grand Canyon against UCLA. And then uh, MSU Denver against Utah. And then uh, day two, it goes right down the list again, like we mentioned with the other region. Dakota College, Weber State, uh, Denver, and uh, Utah State, they get the uh, second round games. They get the first round by. So depending on what seeds make it in that opening day, again, Thursday through Saturday, make sure you note that, note that on uh, Hockey TV or uh, Flow TV, if you will, what, uh, that those games will be played on Thursday. And then Saturday at 1.30 and 4.30 local time, you'll get the uh, two games to decide who goes to the national tournament. And again, it's single elimination in these uh, regional qualifying tournaments, so it's uh, you know, uh, it definitely, um, uh, it, it really is. It, it comes right down. It, it is so much fun to watch and to be a part of. I know it's kind of uh, what can I say, uh, uh, kind of a nail biter for these coaches, but these, but they would rather, they would like it no other way, definitely for sure. Now, let's take a look at the uh, Southeast region, if we can real quick. Coming up on Friday, it's going to be Louisville against Rowan, 12 versus 9. Uh, Pennsylvania against Michigan, 13 versus 8. Uh, Ryder versus Penn State, 14 versus 7. And then here's an interesting rivalry game right here. You couldn't place this one any better, could you? Number 10, North Carolina State. Number 11, North Carolina. They duke it out in the last game of the night on uh, Friday night and then Saturday again you've got Indiana the four seed, Miami the five seed Kentucky the three seed and then Ohio the sixth seed uh, these teams with a lot of pedigree as well there's going to be some big matchups in that uh, region coming up on Friday and again 11:40 and 240 that's the times for the uh, championship Sunday if you will. the winners of those two games go on to the national tournament as I mentioned and finally, Uh, let's see if we can't bring up the Northeast regional, uh, matchups coming up on Friday through Sunday, as mentioned, um, also, uh, right. Let's see if I've got those. Please tell me I did not exit those out. Oh boy. Oh, there it is. Okay. Let's bring those up real quick. These are going to be played at uh, the site of the national tournament, Marlboro, Massachusetts. So they get kind of a feel for the ice, if you will. Friday morning, it's Boston College against Bridgewater State, 7 versus 14. Boston University, 8 versus 13 at uh, Connecticut College. Uh, 9 versus 12, RPI and uh, Sacred Heart. And uh, then it's 10 versus 11, Bryant and uh, the University of Vermont. Then on Saturday, you've got New Hampshire, The four-seed Army, the fifth-seed Keene State, always a national power. They always get to that national tournament. They're the three-seed. And then Bentley, the sixth-seed, they were there last year as well down in St. Louis. So they've had a taste of the national tournament. Uh, So those four teams will play on day two against the remaining seeds. And then on uh, Sunday, 2.30 and 5.30. Those are the uh, times for the quote-unquote championship games. The two winners advance to the national tournament. Again, it starts on March 17th. That's the opening day for the D2 uh, tournament. And so there you go. Those are the regional matchups for uh, all four tournaments coming up this weekend. They start Thursday out west with the West Regional. Then the other three are Friday through Sunday. So some great hockey. Flow TV, Hockey TV, that's where you're going to find all the action for the regional tournaments Uh, check the listings again for the time of your team. That's going to be playing. So, uh, some great weekend hockey coming up. Can't wait to watch it. I'll be glued to it for most of the weekend. Who knows with this ice storm, hopefully we've got power. We got a big old ice storm coming here to Michigan. Kind of glad that there none of the regional tournaments are here this weekend because the weather is, uh, not looking too good tomorrow night, but uh, it'll be okay by Friday. I've got a feeling. So Anyways, let's now take a listen and take a watch if we can to the, uh, I had a chance to talk with uh, one of the other auto bid participants from Liberty University, Ben Hughes, the uh, head coach of the Liberty flames. They finished number one in the Southeast region. They're going to be in the same pool as uh, coach Carpinito mentioned from Northeastern. They get to be in the same pool. They played each other this year, but let's take a listen back to an interview I did with uh, Ben Hughes yesterday here for the ACHA power play and welcome again to the ACHA power play. And uh, let's go back to the phone lines and let's uh, bring in our next guest. He is the head coach of the Liberty flames D2 squad. And that's Ben Hughes. Ben, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks Lou. And thanks so much for having me. I'm oh, I really hey. appreciate all you guys do. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah, this is great. Uh, you know, Ben, we talk about it uh, throughout the year on the show. We start in September, and it's funny—is six months. You know, it's always we always go well six months from tonight we'll be in Boston, or six months we'll be in St. Louis. Well, now we're down to 22 days, I believe it is, before puck drop. And uh, man, the road to Boston—we can see the stop sign at the—it's in our sights. And first of all, congratulations on avoiding the gauntlet that is uh, regional qualifying. As uh, you got one of the auto bids in your region, uh, congratulations!
0: Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And you know the guys were, were really, really excited about it. And uh, man, it was tight, I'm sure we can get into it, but uh, it was tight, that's for sure.
2: <laughs> well, you know, Ben, it's funny. Before uh, we talked briefly, and you know, you'd mentioned, you know, first of all, you guys want maybe if there is a drawback to this, and I, I don't, you know, I is you're going to have about a month off in between your last game and then until your first game in pool play uh what is your strategy during this time off what do you do with the with the with the guys uh you know is it like uh training camp all over again or give us a taste of what it's like for practice
0: yeah yeah and uh, you know i'd say we, you know we were pretty fortunate throughout the year to, to stay pretty healthy too um this year over just about any other year we've had you know we obviously had guys banged up and guys had to battle through some injuries throughout the year but um we stayed really healthy so we're really thankful for that up until uh our last weekend our last regular season weekend we had a three game series up in the in the northeast Mm -hmm. region three different games three different days three different locations you know and so that we you know we made it brutal on purpose and that (laughs) torched us and so just from that end alone, we actually had a lot of guys. We we're guys dropping like flies that weekend. Had a lot of guys injured, and I uh, didn't play that third game. So first off, taking that taking that um, time off is valuable for us just to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost. So that's what we're, I guess, most you know appreciative of is having the time to to get guys healthy. Um, and then strategy. Yeah, you got to be smart. Like you want to work hard, but you want to work smart about yeah. it. And, We've met with our coaching staff and our strength conditioning coach too several times to uh, lay out, you know, some some specific days of when we're doing what and the timing of it all to kind of flow into, you know, you don't want to be exhausted, you know, heading into a national tournament. You want to you want to be at your be at your best, be at the fastest that you're at um, physically um, and mentally, too. So um, we're just trying to do our best to set our guys up for success on that. end. so let's get healthy. Let's rest. Let's hit at it hard, but uh, hit at it hard at certain moments of the time that we have, and not maybe the whole
2: time. If right. that makes sense. So. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You got to have a good mix. I get it. You know, one of the things also that we just touched briefly on before, uh, you know, before tonight is um, the schedule that you played. Uh, you you were kind of weighing on you know should i make it this tough or should we you know maybe ease off a little bit but i think i looked at it and it's for d2 it's a murderer's role you played mary you played lindenwood you played northeastern you play you know rpi uh amherst my goodness ben i mean it's one thing to get a you know some tests on your schedule but my god it, what are you trying to do to yourself with this uh, murderer's row of a schedule? I know it's make you battle tested, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, That's, it's a tough schedule for sure. And you know what? And I
0: think, you know, a lot of other coaches, you know, are, are similar in yeah. that too. And, you know, we're definitely not the only ones, but I, <laughs> it's just, you know, I don't want to, you know, hopefully it doesn't sound the wrong, it doesn't come off the wrong way, but it's any, anyone would agree that it's, it's fun to play the best team. Yes. It's fun to play the best. It's fun as a coach. You, it, it, it um, forces us to prepare more to prepare prepare better as well and it gets us into good habits also as long uh, as long as the guys you know are, are on board with it and do the same and we felt like it did this year and um, we're grateful for it for sure but you know when I think all those other teams that you listed to we, we would all say I, I'd rather lose mm-hmm. I'd rather lose a close one than win a, win a big one yeah. and um, and it's just it's battle tested and, and hopefully we, what we even tried to do is mix in not just the top teams in our region, but we try to mix in the top teams from all the regions. Um, that way, you know, when we do get to nationals, um, you know, you, you've either seen them before, yeah. you're not really shaking in your boots. There's maybe the intimidation factor isn't quite there because you've seen. Um, and so that's really helped. And I think that the showcase model is out there. We call them showcases, you know, they're not really showing off really no. too much of, anything per se but they're the three game series that we have across here and i know that's big in the in the in the uh, men's division two world also so that that helps us
2: out as well you know and i I, uh i look at those showcases and i look at the schedule and i think you know that's one of the nice things about having a good record and a good program Uh, i bet it makes it easier to schedule these games too Mm -hmm. uh coaches may come to you uh, you know, just yeah. as much as you go to them. So exactly. that's got to make it yeah. easy for you too.
0: For sure. And you know what, you know, we, we do make our own schedules I, and that's actually, I think one of, one of the, uh, one of my favorite things I'd say actually about coaching is uh, the scheduling part. You know, it can sometimes burn you and frustrate you, but it's almost like making a class schedule. so like, you just, <laughs> you want things the right way. And then it work when it works out and you get what you want. It's, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it's also like our league, we, we, it's a, it's a league that is continuing to get better each and every year. There's so many other programs and coaches out there that are just doing a phenomenal job recruiting too, and, and building their programs. And and so it's just all about building relationships with those guys too. And I'm really thankful that, um, that I can have them.
2: I want to get to the recruiting aspect in a minute. Uh, uh but I want to kind of jump around a little bit with you. Now, last year you made it to the nationals in St. Louis uh you know and obviously you didn't get as far as you wanted to go but uh talk a little bit about maybe how your guys that are returning learn from that and you know it's a different mindset than maybe at d1 where it's one and done but yet you know you may have learned a few things from that talk about last year's uh trip to nationals and what you may have gained from that if anything
0: yeah, yeah, you know it's unfortunate. I think that the last our last two years, our last games have been against Lindenwood and and, and Barry, and so you're like, well, I mean, those are yeah. you're getting right there, you, right? You know, you're right there, and you know, you just kind of, but that's kind of what that's what it takes, you know. Even you know at the Division Two level, you, the teams that you have to beat to win are just super deep, super talented, and then the last aspect I think that we really took away with learning as a coaching staff and a team last year was um we have to find a way to be consistently hard to play against and um i think our teams at liberty we've always been able to have uh speed and uh skill and talent and um you know i'd say resolve like we have really high character people really high character young men like they're they're first class um and uh but I just felt like I don't want to say we're mentally weak, but I just feel like we just need to get some grit to our game okay. a little bit more. And there's there's difference with you know it's not we don't need to play dirty, we don't need to have stick work, we just need to find a way to add grit to our game. And that's you know whether it's finding ways to just overcome adversity and just perver- uh, persevering through that and. Uh, so that's what we walked away with as a coaching staff we kind of seen that we saw that a couple years in a row and we saw that the teams um at our level you know i think at any level yeah. that move on to that next hump that we're kind of been fighting to get over these last couple years uh, they all have just that layer of grit in their game and it goes to, you know down to the individual too so Yeah, that's what we've been really preaching this year. Um, And I think we've we've definitely seen it at different times throughout the year and um, some really fun, proud moments that we've had as coaching staff, too.
2: We're joined uh, here on the ACHA Power Play by Ben Hughes, the head coach of the Liberty Flames men's D2 squad. They have punched their ticket uh, getting an auto berth into the Nationals at uh, Boston coming up uh, starting on March 16th. Um, And you can catch all of those games. I'll be there as well on uh, Hockey TV, Flow TV, if you will. So, you know, check that out coming up in the middle of March. Uh, Ben, you talk about that. One of the things I think also that will help you that I've noticed with kind of the stats on your team as I look at the back end with the goaltending. Lane Scon and Steven Sanders, both right around uh, two goals against 196 and 208. Uh, Save percentages over 920. Uh, that's kind of a good feeling to have a couple of options in pool play because it's like, to me, it's kind of like uh, having that backup quarterback in in the pros. You know, for football or any sport, you've got a one A and a one B almost. So you've got two different choices going in the nationals with pool play
3: exactly
0: and like we talked about earlier you know it's not like you know we're playing um, you know any weak teams really yeah, either, right know? like those guys those guys are splitting against uh, you know oh. good teams respectively each and, um so they both deserve time um they both fought for it and both battle hard with and against each other in the best way possible to get themselves better each day and we're really thankful God, for man. them and, and oh, they're really i athletes. don't get it uh, and so the for sure like, I do? you know playing five games in five days um that's tough as goalie as a goalie. How do you, how do you do that? You know, and how, how do you do that? Well, and so I, I don't think there's too many teams that, uh, you know, will have their one goalie play all five. And, but I don't think too many teams are blessed to have, you know, one A and one B like what we feel like we do too. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's, we're really fortunate.
2: You know, and you, you mentioned the five games in five days is what? how the pool play is set up in D uh, D2 and D3, you know, you, you, in pool play, you may be able to get away with a mistake as long as you recover quickly, you know, but, you know, you can't take more than a, you know, really you can't take any periods off, but, you know, it's, uh, wow, you, you, what I like about that is it's like the teams that are the sharpest too that can come out ahead as well.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, and, you know, I think we we're, we're talking about the other day, some of my colleagues and I here at work, and uh, I, I love how D2 sets up our, our nationals. Mm-hmm. I love the pool play. Yeah. I think it's just a great way to expose our guys, expose our student athletes to great hockey from all over the country. Oh yeah. Um, and, in the league too. And, uh, I love it. I think it's great for relationships too, whether you talk about scheduling, like that's such a huge aspect of the game now as well and the strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. And so playing those teams, to where, like, if you've never seen them before, maybe you, you have no reason to talk to them or talk to the coaches or anything like that, too. But now you have a kind of basis to go off of. And, you know, when you compete against each other, for sure, at a, at a, at a um, place like a platform like Nationals, there's definitely that mutual respect, um, no matter how the game went afterwards. So um, that's that's really cool. And I, I love it. I think I'm a huge fan of it.
2: And getting back to your team um on the offensive side of the ice uh you know i look at how balanced your scoring is which is another aspect to me that is huge at nationals you uh you know because like you mentioned five games in five days if you're fortunate enough to get there the boys are going to be tired or the gals and the women's side in some of theirs but your guys you know you got to dig down deep and i look at it you know you've got wow uh, right around 15 guys in double figures in points it's kind of intermingled with defensemen as well uh, alexander nowinski for example 30 points uh you know from the blue line it, it's it makes it easy to ramble four lines out for you doesn't it you know that's something that we we've we felt
0: like all year boys are going to be tired there hasn't been in a good way for us one guy that we've had to rely on mhm um, which has been awesome as a coaching staff because you know we, I, you know, f- I, for the better part of most games, obviously you know you you know maybe it's down to the wire with some, you know, you start trimming up lines, but overall the the higher percentage of games and and line work are all four lines getting involved mm-hmm. um, on the front end and all deep playing on the back end, and uh, and that's what we want to do, and that's our our, our say our development model as well as guys need to be ready to go even though we we care about winning every game in the regular season yeah guys need to be ready to go by nationals and if a guy gets hurt the next guy's been in that situation before and he gets it too and um or he has confidence because we've believed in him and played him a certain amount throughout the year as well so getting that you know whether it's scoring by committee um which we feel like we have and we don't have to rely on just you know one guy or one line because you know i could I could sit here and tell you, and look at our lineup together, and say, like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't know who our first line is, you know, um, and on any, any given day it could be different. Yeah. And so I think that's 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 a huge, I'd say, um, positive, you know, to our dynamic of our team this year.
2: Now, you guys, like we t- we talked about at the top, you've got uh, about a month off. Um, if there's anything that uh, the team, the guys, you think that one. Give me one thing that you think you might be able to, I don't know if strengthen is the right word or maybe sharpen up a little bit as you're going to work on in practice over the next, uh, well, two and a half weeks or three weeks left now before uh, puck drop. Um, is there one thing that you you think you might be able to sharpen up a little bit before you get there? I mean, there's so
0: many, there's so many aspects of the game that we still even, you know, we're we're looking like, man, how have we gone this long? We we still haven't <laughs> done quite this as much as we wanted. We still yeah. never did this as much as we wanted, right? And you're like, you just kind of lose track, even though you have a plan. And I think we've we've executed it pretty well this year as a coaching staff too. But um, you know, I'd say overall, you can never, you know, we don't want to overcoach too much. But right. uh, you know, I'd say just the general sense of systems and making sure guys understand certain responsibilities um whether that would be on a forecheck when it looks a certain way or how we're back checking to the house or how we're defending in the in the defensive zone so overall i think systems is the word that we just want to continue to kind of refine and make sure guys know their assignments um you know particularly off face-offs too so Um, and which is now the time to, to make sure we can kind of refine a little bit We've plenty of time here to, to have some walkthroughs and watch plenty of film and videos. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's an element of our game that I think we'd like
2: to just, uh, I'd, I'd say sharpen up a little bit. Are you, uh, now, are you going to do any scouting this weekend of any of the regionals? Are you to the point now where you just worry about your game, um, and just uh, go to nationals on that theme or are you going to get out to maybe watch some of the teams in your region in your regionals?
0: Well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fun question. I I don't think I'll be going anywhere. We have, we have baby number two is ah. due, uh, pretty much any, any week now. Oh my goodness.
2: Uh, wow. Congratulations. Probably any,
0: probably, any, oh. probably any day now. Oh, so. wow how um, cool is that yeah, so we're, i think i'll be staying close to home for the time uh, being. i don't blame I mean, you there <laughs> you know um uh but we'll definitely have some games pulled up on yeah whether it's a hockey tv oh or there you one, go or anything like that and you know it's it's fun i mean we yeah. we love the game it's fun and we're excited to see you know we're excited that we're not having to play in it
2: but yeah, I think yeah. All the
0: guys are excited to see you know who who comes out of the central who comes out of the west you know right, for right. us but that's what our pool is still waiting on. So, um, but regardless, um, you know, both teams that come out of those regions are going to be strong. You know, we've already seen, you know, we're in the, in the Eastern, so, you know, we've already seen them okay. this year already. Um, we've seen, you know, technically the, the, the number three or sorry, we'll have the number four uh, central. So we've, that's currently trying, you know, we played them uh-huh. once before, have a good relationship with them, but, um, but that's also, we play them in October. right Right. so it's they're gonna be we can't rely on
2: seems like a whole season (laughs) ago
0: you know yeah and uh, which was a grind of a month for as it is for most programs but um, yeah so we'll see some we'll see some film um, depending on what what we'll do with it who knows but we'll definitely be paying attention
2: so lastly before I let you go um, you know fast forward to that week now you guys will get a chance to at least have one practice in Boston is that correct Yep, that's correct. Okay, now, I know the players get antsy. Say like, I know puck drop. I think it's Thursday or Friday. I, I, one of the two. Anyways, the the day before as a player, I know they're chomping at the bit. How nervous do you get? I mean, how antsy are you that night before? Are, do, you, do you get much sleep? Uh, I do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I actually do. Our our my, one of our assistant coaches actually probably say the opposite. He's he sometimes be a bit of a nervous wreck here, but. Um, at least leading into the the game day, but, um, yeah, I seem to sleep sleep pretty well. You know, I think, you know, at some point being able to turn it off is, is valuable. That's huge. Um, you know, and being able to be present whenever you're present and and doing it and we're not, you know, you're kind of, I can be a father and I can be a husband or I can be whatever, you know, else at the time being, but it's always, you know, that's, I'd be lying. So it wasn't maybe in the back somewhere there, but, uh, <laughs> I also probably stay up late enough too. by the time I'm ready, I'm, I'm plenty tired. So there you go. Probably not a great habit, but
2: well, um, yeah, wow. It's, ben, it looks like, uh, you, you're going to have a busy, uh, two to three weeks before the nationals, not only getting your team ready, but becoming a new dad again, man, that is amazing news. I'm, I'm, uh, grateful that you shared that with us. And, uh, Good luck uh, with that first and foremost and then uh, can't wait to uh, meet you in person up in Boston I'll be there as well uh, in the middle of March and uh, good luck and uh thanks for taking time out tonight to be with us it's been a treat it's been a treat
0: yeah, it's been my pleasure thank you so much for having me Lou and thanks for all the kind words and, and for the for the wishes for the new one Appreciate thank it you so much
2: all right. seeing you. you bet. And of course, that was uh, Ben Hughes, the head coach of uh, Liberty University as uh, they're uh, the number one seed out of the Southeast region. So they get themselves the automatic berth and they don't have to go through that gauntlet. We've been talking about that all night. But again, that's what it's all about. Now you get those auto berths. There are eight teams that have already qualified. Uh, We mentioned that. uh, Let's see. um, We can possibly bring up the rankings one more time and uh, give you an idea exactly um, who's in and who's not in the regionals right now. Let's go down uh, to the Central, first of all. Lindenwood and uh, St. Thomas, they get the automatic bursts, as we mentioned, so they don't have to play this weekend. Uh, Northeastern and UMass, they're one and two. uh, UMass and Northeastern, one and two in the Northeast region. And then, as you can see, the 3 through 14 teams, they're all going to play this weekend weekend. in a single elimination tournament to get those last two berths out of each region to get into pool play coming up starting on March 17th in uh, Marlboro, Massachusetts. And finally, in the west and the southeast, Liberty, as we mentioned, number one, Florida Gulf Coast, they were the national runner-up last year. Uh, They're one and two. They'll be back in uh, the national tournament, this time in Boston. And finally, in the west, University of Mary. They're looking for a three-peat. They've got their ticket punched. So does Montana State. They're going to try to uh, unseat uh, the University of Mary, as are the other 15 teams that will eventually converge on uh, the uh, Marlboro, Massachusetts facility for the national tournament. So, again, it's going to be a fun, fun time uh, coming up in uh, a little over three weeks. That is the uh, Central Regional – or that is the national tournament, rather – in uh, the ACHA. So pool play for division two starts on the 17th, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Each team is going to be guaranteed three games and they take the winners of each pool. Now, more often than not, I'd have to say probably 90% of the time, at least you have to run undefeated in pool play to make it. But there is that occasion where you can lose a game and still make it. So I think, uh, There is that opportunity to do that, Um, but you want to win all three of those games to get into the regional tournament, that's for sure, or into the uh, final four, if you will, which will be on the 20th, which is on Monday, and then the national final will be through 3.30 in the afternoon on Tuesday, the 21st. Well, we want to thank everybody for joining us tonight here on the ACHA Power Play, live here on the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube. Apologize about the uh, technical difficulties with uh, getting the people on the phone for our phone-in interviews. But uh, we persevered. Uh, Hopefully it came out all right. So we appreciate uh, your tolerance tonight. It's one of those things, man. Must be something in the air with that ice storm coming here to uh, Michigan this week. Uh, We want to thank uh, Fred Carpinito, the head coach of Northeastern, for taking time out to be with us. And also Gary Gardner from uh, Lindenwood. They're getting their plans all set to go to Boston. And of course, uh, Ben Hughes from the University of uh, or from Liberty University. So, watch the tournaments this weekend in all four regions. They are on uh, Hockey TV. They start Thursday night in the West, and they all conclude on Sunday. Thursday through Saturday in the West, Friday through Sunday for the other three regions. Going to be some great hockey. I invite you to check that out. And then we will have the other eight qualifiers. The pools will be set for the national tournament coming up on March 17th through the 21st. I'll be there, as I mentioned. Don't forget, we will have the ACHA tonight here on the Power Play channel, which is, of course, the Captain Lou Sports Network. It'll be also on the ACHA Hockey webpage, ACHAhockey.org. So a lot of exciting things coming up. It's going to be a great wraparound week of uh, National Championship Hockey in the ACHA 2023. It's around the corner, everybody. It's about three weeks out, 23 days to puck drop and uh, we'll be getting it going. Well, that's going to do it tonight for the ACHA Power Play. Want to thank everybody for taking time out to watch us. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week, Tuesday night, 7 o'clock. We'll have, again, the D2 field will be set and any other uh, polls that are done, and we get more uh, teams that are going to get their tickets punched to the Nationals and the other four divisions, the men's D1, the men's D3. and Of course, the women's 1 and 2. We'll get some more coach interviews as well. So. Stick around. It's going to be a fun time. Let's get on the ride to Boston. We're just about there. So, All right, until next Tuesday, 7 o'clock, yours truly, Lou Gamlin. saying keep your heads up, keep your sticks down, keep your feet moving, but as always, keep your minds open. Stay strong, Michigan State. We got your back. All right, until then, so long, everybody. We'll see you next week on the ACHA Power Play on the Captain Lou Sports Network. So long.